Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no ads, no data selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated financial personal app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. Earners, what's up? Look, as an entrepreneur, the dream is to earn a living doing what you love. But let's face it, turning that dream into reality is no small feat. That's where Kajabi steps in, transforming challenges into opportunities. I've been there, juggling every aspect of my business, wishing for a simpler way to diversify revenue and grow my brand. Then Kajabi changed the game. It's an all-in-one platform that empowered me to not just build, but thrive. With Kajabi, creating online courses, membership sites, and more became not just possible, but easy. And the best part? I kept 100% of what I earned, thanks to Kajabi's no-commission policy. But Kajabi isn't just about tools. It's about building a profitable business with the support of robust analytics, easy payment options, and customizable templates, all without needing a huge team or audience. Join me and thousands of entrepreneurs making six or seven figures on Kajabi, regardless of your audience size. If you're ready to turn your passion into profit, Kajabi is your next step to success. So what are you waiting for? Build, grow, and keep what you earn with Kajabi. Start your journey today. And right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash earn. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash earn. Kajabi.com slash earn. And join the entrepreneurs and creators who've made over $6 billion. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. Are you equally concerned about the collapse of WeWork? And what real estate stocks do you like long term? Um, we work, I mean, we talked about it last week, but once a company says, Hey, it's not looking good for us. Um, I would be concerned. The, the thing that really shocks me more than 
anything is like the CEO's ability to continue to raise capital for other projects, uh, which is a privilege that we don't have. Um, at the moment, there are no real estate stocks that I really love in the traditional sense. If I had to pick some out, I would go, I would lean towards McDonald's and Walmart. If I'm going mm. for like absolute safety, um, Walmart has a stranglehold on the retail space and they've innovated in a very interesting way over the last 10 years and it has built sustainably. McDonald's, you can argue, is the biggest real estate company on earth. Um, but anything else that has real estate exposure at this moment because of how they value the companies, I don't love at the moment. Like our most important thing, and this is something Rashad, I know you stressed before going back to episode 70, you got to take all the risk off the table. Like what could I invest in? Like if I had to put every dollar I had into something and I'll be safe. If I'm looking in the real estate space, Apple, excuse me, McDonald's and Walmart are the only two that I'm like are rock solid. Are there some other ones? Yes. But if we work is in trouble, which they try to make a hybrid of the tech and real estate model together in a publicly traded company and it didn't work. There's some other ones that are going to be in trouble as well uh, coming forward. And it, this is the crazy part. Rates have not gone as high as they can. Like <laughs> mortgage rates can go to 9%. For yeah. those of us that are older, old enough to remember, like 7% is the median. What about those who have bad credit? Yeah, I mean, and we live in this 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 environment where it's like the news is now, right? So when you hear seven and a quarter, and they're saying that's the highest it's been in fifteen years, it's like, oh wait, fifteen? Yeah, but there were people thirty years ago who were buying homes, mm -hmm. right? And like you said, like the people who don't have seven hundred seven hundred or seven fifty credit, what does yeah. the interest rate look like for them? Um, so that's a part of it. The interesting thing about the WeWork thing, and the, I guess the transparency is important, right? Because on Tuesday they said they have a substantial doubt about their ability to continue operating over the next year. Substantial doubt. This is like the, the, the company is saying this. Um, and so it's going to like, we, when we talk about the effects, we, I looked at the, the numbers for New York city and like when I was on the phone with you, you kind of heard me listen to it. I'm like, this is, yeah. this is crazy. So they own 7 million square feet in New York city, mm -hmm. 7 million square feet of commercial real estate. That's troubling. Right. Like when we see companies, obviously COVID affected we work tremendously and how the company was run. I mean, if you never watched the documentary, go go watch go the documentary. Watch it, please. please. Um, that's troubling, especially for commercial real estate here in New York. And I, I mean, I guess throughout the world. Um when I read the report and I heard the article itself, it made me think about what we talked about in market money. like you said with Dave Gross. Mm -hmm. When we said, What's the next domino to fall? And the first thing I no hesitation commercial real estate commercial real estate and so hearing this report and then reading more information about it, i'm like yo th this is this is about to happen it looks like this is about to happen mm -hmm. um so i mean yeah i think the long-term effects are there there are some stocks though in that but i mean that's still you said that how much real estate do they own seven million square feet that's not it, it's over six billion um real yeah, estate of course I mean, so, i'm just saying it's it's still it's a, dropping a bucket it, it sound the number sounds bigger than what it really is do you think seven million square it's feet? not going to affect new york real estate no 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 i'm not saying that it affects i'm saying commercial real estate in general right like that's just one company that's just one company right but that could be a domino effect of, of multiple yeah. companies well commercial real estate is, is in trouble regardless but i don't think that we work has any effect on on it no, but the question was about WeWork specifically. That's why I was giving the, the, the numbers on WeWork. No, I'm yeah. saying I just don't think that 
we if we work one out of business today and they have to sell all of their real estate they'll they'll be able to sell that in a couple of months like and probably shorter like there's there's a high demand for real estate right now in new york city um so what do you think would, would acquire them because that could lead to a, a potential great company yeah, you're saying high demand as in another corporate enterprise coming to take the, the real estate from them whoever corporate enterprise wealthy people saudi arabia i mean i mean we got to and, and blackstone and blackrock if we're gonna be super honest mm -hmm. probably yeah somebody will buy it so there's there's a couple of real estate stocks um i'll run them off and it, it's one of those things right. where when we when warren buffett speaks I, you know like i pay attention to it and so he ran off a couple so dr horton was one that he liked like, uh, like dr horton Berkshire hathaway bought over six million shares uh lenar yeah. was one of one another one took a len and then nvr so those are the three that in his we are solid and nvr is another solid one but they're also inside of the etf um the home construction etf uh itb which is up 21 percent. and so if you look inside of that etf the holdings what do you think the top three holdings are the three that i just said right so dr horton lennar and nvr and yeah. so they're positioning NVR themselves amazing they're looking Price inside of the real estate space and they're saying like these are the three companies but also look inside the etf that has uh, home construction, ITB, another place, if you're interested in, in investing in real estate. Um, I don't want to offend any of my political connects, especially going into InvestFest, but do we think that BlackRock buying up all of the, yeah, put it on me. These are my thoughts and my views exclusively. <laughs> Thanks. Um, um, but do you think BlackRock and Blackstone are intentionally raising rental unit values to be able to set up an economy for just them going forward over the next 20 years because if they bought everything up clearly they've stated that like this is a, a market that they have a lot of interest in being like the real estate you know uh, real estate rental market if they price everyone out and a collapse comes and they buy everything up for cheaper is this by design or do we think that this is a happy accident kudos and shout out to larry fink going back to my my talk last week of Every company has to find a way to be a monopoly on earth to be able to have an edge in a market that is sustainable if you really want to build generational wealth. I don't think any of this is done. Like rental prices have went up damn near double in the last year, 150% in the last three years. And the greatest benefit of that has been Black Rock and Blackstone. Larry Fink, we need you to come to InvestFest next year, please. Somebody put the put the call out to him. Please. Put the call out to him. All right. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash businessgoldcard.